You're listening to the Friends Talking Nerdy Podcast Network. Friends Talking Nerdy! It's Hump Day! Welcome to another episode of Hump Day with Tim and the Professor. This is Tim Jasmine. Joining me as always is the beautiful, the vivacious, the smart, the good driver, Professor Aubrey. Hi there, everybody. The most important um, title I could have today is probably Good Driver, since we are off on an adventure... Indeed, the adventure is this. It is a once, really a once in a lifetime movie experience. Uh, to my knowledge, uh, this uh, movie that we are about to go see is only going to be shown in theaters once, and then I presume um, it will, of course, go on like home video uh, and everything like that. The soundtrack is already out, but it is a special cut from Peter Jackson of the Beatles rooftop concert in IMAX. That is right. I am so psyched. It is going to be the closest thing to being an eye in the sky at the rooftop concert that you could be. It's the best we can get. Like with our current technology, it is the best that we can do to recreate something that happened in the past. Yeah, until uh, time travel comes along, um, this is going to be the closest. No, no, no. I mean, I think as technologies get better, we'll be able to, just like this would be unimaginable 20 years ago, 10 years years from now, we're going to have an experience that we would have thought unimaginable before. Like, I went up to um, Seattle for, um, to go to the Museum of Pop culture before I knew you mm-hmm. when they had um, a traveling exhibit of virtual reality of Game of Thrones where the experience was you went up on a platform you donned the virtual reality gear and it took you up the wall and then you sort of drop back down you fall down so it's like a free fall but you're standing still it's just a vr free fall mm-hmm. and um did that and it was so cool and it was like so close to like being on the set or really in the imagined world like more so than i ever could have imagined would have been possible and 20 years from now the technology is just going to be so much better that they could take the same footage and do something even more amazing. So it really felt like you were there. Like, I mean, you just think of like the holodeck. It's not time travel, but it might as well be. Yeah, and I mean, as far as the holodeck goes, um, I believe all uh, technology on Star Trek uh, has its basis in theoretical uh, possibilities. So I guess something like the holodeck, in theory, could potentially happen at some point in the distant future when the technology is right, you know? Exactly. 
Um, and also with virtual reality too. I mean, I remember uh, going to see uh, in the in the '90s uh, the uh, Woodstock, the director's cut at uh, Studio Twenty Eight in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and that's when uh, I, I bought like this special package that not only did you get to see the movie, but you would get popcorn, a drink, and one free ticket to uh, one of their virtual reality uh, things that they had there. It was an actual helmet you would put on. They would have uh, uh, like little hand things you can use to like shoot and like the graphics we're talking the 90s the graphics were comparable to uh the dire straits video money for nothing you know because uh, virtual reality at that time was you know in its in its infancy literally but even then with how the helmet kind of you know made it to where your entire because when you're you know viewing something like you normally would you know you're in that world and then having the helmet put over your head and having the sound um you know not be the regular world but the sound that they want you to have in this virtual reality world you know you it, it is possible to get lost and i remember you know getting a little I, I was so into the game experience that i lost a little track of time and missed um some of because uh woodstock had an intermission and i miss uh some of the second half because I was having so much fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely, definitely excited uh, to go see this. Now, we've talked before on Friends Talking Nerdy about uh, the the Peter Jackson uh, documentary Get Back, which is on Disney+. Plus. Uh, uh, quick recap, you know, it, it, it is slow, so it's probably not going to be one you're going to binge all the way through, but um, get- I was close. I was very close to being able to watch that all the way through because it really appeals to somebody like me. So I'm, I have ADHD and I um, have trouble focusing. And so it really allows you to immerse in the world that they were in and it surrounds you by the distractions that they had. And in that way, it was really easy for me to pay close attention for a long time to this movie, even though it is, as you say, slow. So I think it might, I think Peter Jackson might have ADHD and he might have the same kind I have because it's, it, it really was one of the best pieces of film that I have seen in my life, I am willing to say. Wow. That this is your Citizen Kane. Yeah. Like I've, I'm. I might binge it all sometime this week. Again, straight through. I'll be so inspired by seeing the concert today. Yeah, and and, and do not get me wrong. I mean, like I said on the Friends Talking uh, Nerdy episode when we talked about uh, the documentary, just because it's slow doesn't mean you don't watch it because, you know, this is like the, the... You don't often get a chance to see master artists at work like this for such an extended period. This is a month that we have of the Beatles on film creating and and we don't have that for the Stones, we don't have that for the Who, we don't have that for too many people. And to be able to have this and to see the artistic process and how they went about creating uh, is definitely, definitely fascinating. But um, if, if you're like me, you'll probably need some breaks. <laughs> Now, what are you most excited for uh, experience-wise? 
Well, I'm really excited to see what they've done in general. So are they going to have the cutaways to the interviews as it was in the documentary or not? Are they going to stick with one camera? Um, you know, just to sort of see what he did with it. And uh, I guess next after that, I'm, I'm just excited to hear the songs as close to live as possible. Yeah, I'm excited about that more than anything else because there's a different vibe in a movie theater. You know, and I, 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 I don't recall ever seeing a concert film in a movie theater like this. So uh, it'll be interesting to you know to, to see how the audience reacts, whether they sit there um, and just watch, or if they sing along, or or what, and get into the mood of it. You know. Yeah, totally. But um, yeah, I'm definitely excited as well. Now, would you be into it if they sang along? Um, it depends. I mean, because I think back to, uh, you know, my favorite movie experience, uh, the Avengers Endgame. And, you know, how the audience just whooped and hollered like it was a sporting event, but it was right. You know, but having said that, I think of another movie experience I had. Um, Do you remember that Warren Beatty movie in the 90s, Bullworth? Or something like that? I, I probably missed the name. No, I stopped watching Warren Beatty movies after Casino, so... I don't think he was in Casino. <laughs> no, he was in, He was the main guy. It was It was Warren Beatty and Annette Bening. You're thinking of a different movie. It was called Casino. No, Casino is the... the <laughs> Casino is the Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah, and they were both in it. I don't know. Okay, well, we'll have to talk about that another day when we have access to the internet and are not on I-5. Yeah, now, um, what was I saying? (laughs) It's so funny that you ask. Oh, my God. Um, Anyway, uh, oh, passing by an old... something about Warren Beatty. Oh, that's right, that's right. Bad movie experience. Uh, The movie he did in the 90s uh, where he played a politician and um, the politician tried to appeal... you know, just went nuts and then started trying to become a rapper and just, um, it had a hip hop soundtrack and like we, my friend Chris and I got there and immediately realized that we made a big mistake seeing this film because like everybody in the audience, this was a different type of audience to where they felt it was okay to talk to each other throughout the entire movie, the entire crowd, take out their cell phones, call people and just like... Yeah, bad, bad experience. Whoa. That's a big whoa. Yeah, so ultimately it depends, uh, in terms of the crowd reaction, If it, it depends on the vibe of the crowd. If they're there to enjoy the music, to enjoy, um, to enjoy, the, enjoy the experience, I, I'd love that. Oh yeah, totally, me too. Yeah, but um, anyway, I think we are almost on the way there so what i think we will do here is cut to a quick musical interlude and we will come right back any uh do you have any last thoughts before we cut um just you know 
limitless, undying love floating through the universe is what we're about to experience. Damn right. All right. Musical interlude time. see the new V experience with Maria Menounos, but we did not get spared that. Yes, so we're on new V. Yeah, those silly, silly games. I mean, I I don't know anybody who really downloads those. Yeah, who does that? Uh, Oh yeah, the Bolshoi Ballet. Oh my goodness. Oh, I would love to see that, actually. Spartacus. Because when you think of, uh, oh, there you go. I would love to see the Nutcracker. And there's the Nutcracker. <laughs> Jules. Oh, these are double entendres. Swan Lake. <laughs> oh my god. The Pharaoh's daughter. I love, though, that they do have options like this in theaters. I love that they have that, but I am, hey, I'm so excited. Anyway, we'll just cut it because I just hate the newbie. Yeah, newbie sucks. Alright, so here's a. Uh, Oh, the Batman. I saw the trailer when I saw Spider-Man the other day, and this is really, really good. Okay, cool. All right, music going to Luton. taste of what it was like uh, to be in the movie theater. Now, granted, if you're a Beatles fan, it's stuff you've either seen or heard already, but what a hell of an experience. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool indeed. Yeah, now, um, for folks at home wondering, if you've seen the Get Back documentary on Disney+, Plus, you've seen this movie. You have seen it. You have already seen it. Yes, they just simply took the footage shot on the day of the rooftop and made that the movie. Yep. Which, not the end of the world. I mean, because, uh, you know, it, it obviously was not a full concert, it, you know, in, in the traditional sense of, you know, they had a full set list. I mean, they played, uh, you know, a couple songs twice, you know. Right, exactly. 
Yeah, so it, it was just, but I don't know, just, and the fact too, I didn't even put it together that today, as we record this and, and watch this, is the 53rd anniversary of the Rooftop Concert. Exactly, that's why they put it out today. Indeed, indeed, which, I, you know me, I, I miss the most obvious stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, overall... I mean, if if you're a fan of the Beatles and you had a chance to see this, uh, you know, it, it was one hell of an experience. It was, um, I will say as, you know, somebody who, I had a tough morning, I'll admit, and I was easily distractible, and since I had already seen it, my attention did wander. Mm-hmm. So... You might want to keep that in mind if you've already seen it and you're not, you know, overwhelmed by visual, you know, of a big theater. It might not be worth your time. I don't know. Like, if you want to see it in a theater, go see it. But it, it you have already seen it. Or heard it. Yeah, I mean, uh, this footage has been around four years. But I, I guess overall what I've liked about this project was that it ultimately didn't try to change the narrative of what their final days were Um, because that was one thing I was scared about when word came out that this documentary was coming was that um, I know Paul and Ringo have been very open about the fact of not liking the original Let It Be movie not the album but the movie they thought that the movie didn't give a good sense of what was really going on at that time and I was concerned initially that this you know, the get back, uh, project would just be kind of a whitewash, kind of a, everything was great retelling of history, but it wasn't, like I said, it filled it in. And, um, I, I even read an article where the original director of the original let it uh, be movie, um, was interviewed and he says initially he was concerned, but he really, really loved it for the reason I just said it filled in everything. Right. I mean, he had enough time to tell the story, I think. Whereas in the original, there just wasn't enough time. Yeah, yeah. They It, it was just a regular two-hour movie, whereas uh, with Peter Jackson, he got to do uh, what Peter Jackson does and expand it over to three nights and make it eight hours each night. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty long. Yeah, but anyway, uh, what a hell of an experience. And um, yeah, if you do get a chance to... Um, if, if it comes back to your theaters, if it comes back to theaters at some point, definitely give it a shot. And one thing I would love to see going forward is more bands take advantage of making concert films. Yeah, I think concert films are so cool. And, um, you know, I do think that that is cool in the time of COVID. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've gone to a bunch of concert films. Yeah, and also, too, I mean, for what we were talking about earlier with virtual reality, I forgot to mention what ABBA has done. What has ABBA done? They've recently reformed, and they're having a concert that's virtual reality, a virtual reality concert. Wow. Yeah, so um, they're definitely, uh, you know, taking advantage of that. So I, I think going forward, especially depending on how long we're dealing with uh, COVID-19 going forward, there will have to be different ways for audiences to uh, get music because, you know, for, <laughs> I mean, I was slightly uncomfortable with the amount of people that were in the theater as it stood. Imagine if, you know, we were going to a concert, you know? Yeah. So, um, but 
there's something to be said about people getting together to enjoy art and just what a hell of an experience. So. It was really cool. All I'm right. glad that we got to do it, and I'm glad that we got to share it with you on hump day. Indeed. So I think, uh, unless you got anything else, I think uh, we'll wrap it up. Sounds good, and we'll see everybody next week. All right. You are on the downslide of the hump, folks. The rest of the week is waiting for you, and you're about to hit the weekend. We thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week.